For sports content from the biggest leagues and competitions across the world, look no further than Reuters Connect, Reuters online news content platform. Reuters Connect makes finding the sports content you need easy, whether it's in-depth reporting from Reuters journalists or access to video highlights from around the world. Bring the world of sport directly to your workplace with Reuters Connect. For more information and a free trial, visit ReutersConnect.com. Welcome to Keeping Score. I'm Rick Haro. Each week, we bring you insights from the playmakers, dealmakers, and rulemakers in the world of sports. I'll give you my take on some of the items of the week using my 30 years of experience doing deals for teams, leagues, and players. Plus, we'll talk with a central figure in the sports world. The views expressed in this podcast are my own and do not represent the views of Reuters. Let's get started. Sports professor Rick Haro inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports, and we're keeping score. Big week, big month. The coronavirus vaccine seemed to be now focusing on comeback in all major sports, spring training in Major League Baseball with fans back and others following suit. We'll get a unique perspective on the Florida swing and bringing fans back to the golf courses, not only to play, but to watch. But first, deal-making issues three to one. Three. Number three, Disney and the NFL reached a broad agreement on a new media rights deal seeing ESPN renew Monday Night Football and ABC to the first Super Bowl rotation return since 2006. Disney expected to pay an increase of up to 30% from its current deal, based on an average of about $2 billion per year, equating to around $2.6 billion. The increase that Disney will pay far below the other networks, CBS, Fox, and NBC, are seeing the average annual value of their contracts double ESPN, paying the highest rights fee in the current deal and the increase aligns Disney's NFL package closer to its broadcast competitors. Disney was the last linchpin for the NFL, already had reached broad agreements with CBS, Fox, and NBC. Two. Deal two. New fitness and wellness vertical emerged amid the pandemic. Dubbed the high-performance lifestyle, HPL, combines physical health, mental health, and technology. Axios Sports noted that while HPL aims to track and optimize human performance, athletes have been doing this for decades. Now, thanks to data democratization, anybody can. Digital fitness investment surged during the pandemic as consumers placed a greater emphasis on their health and lockdowns created new daily routines. Public companies like Peloton saw their value skyrocket. Countless new players emerged. The Mirror even had a starring role in last weekend's Saturday Night Live. Pro athletes such as Tom Brady have played a key role in HPL's acceleration by promoting products and living the lifestyle themselves. Our sports superheroes used to be stronger fast. Now they're healthy. Next step for HPL companies, uniquely tap into what motivates consumers. One. Finally, number one, Bet MGM and Top Golf Entertainment Group announced a new partnership centered around an integrated sports betting and entertainment experience. The two companies will collaborate on marketing and promotional offers through the BetMGM platform at select Top Golf venues and within WGT by Top Golf. Details of the partnership include BetMGM digital branding throughout Top Golf venues in cities where BetMGM operates, including Top Golf's marquee Vegas location at MGM Grand, Indy, Nashville, Detroit, Virginia Beach, and Denver, as well as within the WGT by Top Golf platform. 
BetMGM also activates branding and promotional invest integrations in additional Top Golf locations as its sports betting and gaming platforms become available in new states. And that's deal making issue number one. Golf, golf, and more golf. Just coming off the heels of the WGC at concession, my first event since last March 11, and a successful event. No spreading fans outside, limited number of fans. The PGA Tour certainly has the protocol. And because of that, they're launching their Florida Swing. And even bigger, they have corporations and sponsors continuing to flock to them on a long-term basis. Last year's Timber Tech Tech Championship put together at the last minute on the Champions Tour. And now Jesse Singh, the CEO of the AZEC company, who's the parent company of Timber Tech, signs a three-year deal with the Timber Tech Championship, returning to the old course at Broken Sound in Florida the first week in November as part of the Charles Schwab Cup Senior Tour slash Champions Playoff. The AZEC company is a industry-leading designer and manufacturer of low-maintenance residential and commercial building products headquartered in Chicago. And the important thing is they pick a Florida event. They're an outdoor company. They sign a long-term deal and look for more and more companies to use golf as a consistent platform as it validates its ability to hold safe events inside and outside. Eddie Carboni, who's been the tournament director after a successful stint of directing the U.S. Senior Open in Boston and Salem in 2017. He also did Doral. Now he's a fixture at the PGA Tour uh, Champions event with Azek and TimberTech. He'll be there for a while, certainly can talk about golf, not only in South Florida, but on the retail side and the playing side as we'll see how that shakes out long-term. Eddie Carboni with some very interesting perspective. Here he is now. Got some good news in the golf front. A major sponsor announces a three-year commitment to make a a, a long-term deal. Boca Raton, Palm Beach County, part of the uh, Champions Tour playoff series. We've got the tournament director, Eddie Carboni, with us. Eddie, how are you? I'm uh, pretty well, and uh, exciting week for us down here in Boca Raton in the Palm Beaches with the announcement of the AZEC Company's TimberTech brand. Sign up for three more years. Well, and the bottom line of it is, obviously, it is a commitment from a company, which is the national and international story of this, and they pride themselves. The parent company is the AZEC Company, an industry-leading designer and manufacturer of low-maintenance residential and commercial building products. Before we even talk about the specifics of the tournament, it's good for golf that we have new sponsors in the industry, and certainly good for golf that it's coming back on that basis, correct? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, this is an example of a company that's cutting edge, green. Uh, They do the coolest thing, I think. You think about plastic waste and what a kind of a scourge it is. They, They, this year, will do almost a million pounds, or no, 450 million pounds of recycled materials that they transform into this uh, cutting-edge deck with polymers, long-lasting um, replacement for wood. And a lot of our PGA Tour players, our PGA Tour players, PGA Tour Champions players uh, use the product, and uh, it's an amazing product, and it's super high-end and, uh, and sustainable and green and, and high-quality. It's just like the, just like the PGA Tour 
uh, champions event that we have down here in Boca Raton. So it's, I think it's really great news that they've uh, they've stepped up. Uh, they've, they've got a tradition in, in some of their leadership and Jesse um, and a lot of the other folks there that uh, have been knowledgeable and supportive of what the PGA Tour champions and the PGA Tour can do uh, for your brand. But again, uh, Eddie Carboni, the tournament director, uh, we'll get into specifics of the November 1 through 7 next year and the part of the Charles Schwab Cup playoffs as well. But the tournament itself has been committed to Boca since 2007. And the idea of the senior tour, champions tour, has perpetuated. The real important thing from my perspective and the industry internationally is to build from a solid base and a solid foundation. Your company and the people involved with it, it's not just Palm Beach County, but it's the tour as well as key sponsors. You have an event with the long-running main tour sponsor with Honda and the Honda Classic, and then you book it with a new three-year commitment from another company. You know, very proud, but also the more stable the sponsors are, the better for golf. Well, absolutely, and I think that you know, we get something very special going on here, you know, year round, but especially in that six month window. And it's kind of neat where the PGA Tour Champions event, uh, the, the Timber Tech Championship, uh, be the second playoff event this year, but kind of kicks off the season down here in South Florida. And then we, you know, crescendo uh, a little bit later in the year with the, with the Honda Classic. So it, it really, you, know, you can't you can't run these events without a really amazing title sponsor provides the underpinnings for the event. The events broadcast and golf channel and really all over the world, uh, through that, through that platform. And, um, it, it makes what we do possible. Uh, last year, the, uh, the timber tech brand stepped up and sponsored this tournament and we did six months worth of work and less than six weeks. Now we've got well more than six months to plan out an amazing championship in 21 and, and grow upon it uh, year after year. The reason why we exist is to run this event on behalf of the Boca Raton Champions Golf Charity, it's a 501c3, which is here to raise money for the Boca Raton Regional Hospital Foundation and other charities here in South Florida. So uh, hats off to the entire team at the AZEC company for stepping up and uh, making a wonderful commitment down here in one of the greatest places on earth for golf, absolutely, South Florida. Well, you know, it's AZEC, clearly, it's the county and the city of Boca Raton, clearly. It's also the experience of of you guys putting on first-class events. For this international audience, you may not know it, but Eddie is really a Bostonian. He's killed some of his Boston accent because it's not very well received down here, as you know. But he ran the U.S. Senior Open at Salem in 2017. He's a closet Patriot fan, although it's a lot harder to beat one today than it has been before. He ran the Doral event, and now he's running Timber Timber Tech. With all of that great lead-up, what's so special about golf here in South Florida, and why does it sustain? Well, you know, it's funny. As a kid, when I was growing up and working in the the golf shop uh, at Charles River Country Club, you know, when Doral came on TV, we were – kind of cleaning up the golf shop, hoping the snow would melt. Always felt a very special connection to uh, to South Florida. And then I had the chance to work on that event, you know, coming out of New England, working for the New England PGA and having some a little bit of experience helping out at the Ryder Cup. I just fell in love with tournament golf. But, I mean, being able to, you know, play golf year-round down here, we're really blessed. But to play golf in season down here when we have our PGA Tour Champions event um, is, is really 
amazing. I just think that the, the community gets it. We have a great fan base down here. A lot of people love playing golf. They love watching, you know, these athletes, some of the most recognizable uh, names in golf. And, you know, seeing someone like Darren Clark, Ryder Cup captain, uh, British, you know, British Open champion, you know, breaking out here and winning for the first time was an absolute, uh, absolute delight. He's a, he's a real, he's a real prince, quite a character. And, you know, just loves to have fun. But, man, he was super competitive the weeks leading up when talking to him and seeing him on the practice range. These guys are very serious. The athletes are um, really committed and very talented. And, uh, you know, we're lucky to have them here in South Florida. A broader question, uh, just a couple more. You know, Golf Data Tech's report indicated that rounds last year soared to buy nearly 14%. Equipment soared by nearly 8%. Retail was down, but then people started buying again because they got access to the pro shops again, and they kept buying 11% increase. Uh, what is special, obviously, the social distancing nature of golf. But, but also, golf seems to have weathered, knock on wood, the COVID scare affected other sports as well and seems to be moving in the right direction. What's your overall perspective about uh, golf's um, handling of COVID, both on the amateur and the professional level? Well, you know, it's funny. Those numbers are up year over year. But if you think about it, if you remember even here in, in Palm Beach County, we had quite a bit of time. It didn't make a lot of sense, but we weren't able to play golf. And that was very, very painful when it was probably you know, the peak the peak time of the year. But luckily, we were able to get, you know, doing that, make some accommodations and changes. But I just, I think the game has tremendous, tremendous potential. I think that, you know, the exercise, you know, the camaraderie. I will say it's a challenging game when you start. And I think this gave people more of an impetus to return to the game you know, enjoy the outdoors, whether you're up in the Northeast in the spring or, or down here in Florida. And so the numbers are really remarkable considering grounds were down the, you know, probably the first, the first quarter and beginning of the second quarter. From a, from, a, from a championship standpoint, you know, I thought what happened at the players where the decision was made to go with no fans really made a lot of sense, have the players social distance. Eventually we had to take a little break and suspend golf, but and there's not a, I don't know if there's a better sport, I mean, uh, just in terms of being able to practice social distancing for whether it's just, you know, amateur golfers playing, um, you know, uh, our fans watching an event, we spread, our fans spread out all over the golf course. So as we start to get our, our fan bases back, as we'll see in a few weeks, I mean, it's just, it's a perfect venue. And I think it's one of the rare sports, if you think about it, where if you really want to watch you know, Bernard Longer or Darren Clark up close, the best way to do it is walk nine holes with them or walk 18 holes. And guess what? You're going to walk miles and you're going to get exercise. What other spectator sport do you do you do that? So I think golf's got tremendous potential. Maybe we're going to need to start building some golf courses. because It's hard as heck to get a tee time, I'll tell you right now, Rick. And um, that's that's a good problem to have for the sport. But uh, I think it's just got a really, really bright future, both, both on the tournament side and the competition side but also just in the participation side. Sure is hard to get a tee time, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, obviously you're about to be no help, so I'm not even going to ask you. Where is golf on the professional level generally and the Champions Tour five years from now? Um, I, I see a lot more uh, international growth. I sort of see, um, as we start to see someone like Phil Mickelson start to play more on PGA Tour Champions, 
think a lot more excitement. I think, you know, our numbers are going to grow. I think there's so many markets in this country that would love to have a PGA tour, uh, champions event. Um, I, I just think that, uh, it's got tremendous strength. I think years ago, I'll never forget when my first couple of years at Doral, I mean, obviously, you know, before we had a WGC, we had certainly a lot of people, you know, from Europe, uh, playing in the championship, but just look at how diverse and, and international the PGA tour is. And, uh, and even now PGA tour, you know, PGA tour champions, uh, I, I just think it's just got a tremendous, tremendous future in, in five years. You know, our I think our purses have been have been growing, and I think there's wonderful potential there. But to me, it's more about you know the reach of this game and the power of this game, and utilizing our competitions to get more people excited, you know, about the game. Well, we see that golf is not the only sport that's coming back. Obviously, others are as well. As we talked about, the NBA All Star Game leads us to our sports tech minute. NBA Top Shot, an online-only collection of NBA highlights obtained by buying packs or purchased via auction, just like buying sports cards. NBC noted that you might crack a pack and get a highlight of a Steph Curry three-pointer, which is only being produced 99 times. When those 99 clips are gone, nobody else will ever see the same highlight. While sports fans can theoretically make money on Top Shot, it's complicated. The tech behind Top Shot is a product of Dapper Labs, a blockchain service that boasts its own website, uses the power of play to deliver blockchain-based experiences made for you and ready for the real world, their PR says. What this means is the NBA and a blockchain service teamed up to replicate the sporting card market on an online medium, replicating security, scarcity, and rarity to turn these moments into a commodity. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban claimed if he were to start a company today, he'd center the business around blockchain technology, smart contracts, and NFTs. Well, they're a little bit ahead. And that's your Tech Minute. Finally, good sports during the pandemic, a summary of big issues this week. We'll just announced ahead of the All-Star break, a pair of NBA players shine bright in their new NBA communities. Uh, obviously, Drew Holiday and Dallas Mavericks' Josh Richardson have become very significant in their communities, and NBA Cares announced proof positive that Goodwill knows no zip code boundaries, and exemplary pro athletes are comfortable carrying their philanthropy with them, even when faced with the free agency or a trade. UBS and the Southern Intercollegiate Athletic Conference announced a partnership to invest in the league's 14 schools, 13 historically black colleges or universities. One of the program students will have access to is UBS's Tomorrow Talent Program, a virtual accelerator aimed at increasing college and career success for diverse students. And backed by media donations, including significant airtime from sports and entertainment rights holders, a new PSA aims to increase viewer comfort levels with available COVID-19 vaccines. The decision reached after multiple active NBA stars expressed apprehensions about receiving the vaccine This is a worldwide, or at least nationwide, PSA. If the games do go on as planned in Tokyo, the Paralympic Games will receive more airtime than ever. And in an era in which Black Lives Matter and Hashtag MeToo and other initiatives champion minority causes have proliferated, it's appropriate and timely that NBC is choosing to devote more airtime to Paralympic athletes, warriors, with every bit as much talent as their more able-bodied peers, blessed with determination and grace. 
And finally, the NFL's minority hires have nearly doubled in 2021, and we've just started month three. The findings were recently shared with team owners, according to USA Today. Interview requests for minority candidates increased from to 47 percent from 22 percent in 2020. Well, that's your show for the week. We'd like to thank Eddie Carboni to give us some perspective on golf coming back. We'd like to thank all of those involved preparation for the show. We'd like to thank you for listening and watching. And join us next week when we continue to keep score. Action Images is the global multimedia sports agency of Reuters. Leagues, teams and federations around the world rely on Action Images to create, distribute and monetize their content. Action Images' global footprint means sports media expertise is never far away. For more information, visit Action Images.